1: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Hi, I'm John McEnroe. I'm Bjorn Borg. This
1: is Martina Navratilova.
2: I'm Mats Wilander. I'm Stan Wawrinka. I'm Lightning Hewitt. I'm Andy
1: Murray. And you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. <laughs>
0: Day 2 of the Davis Cup Final 2017. We've just heard the national anthems. We've just heard the two doubles teams announced onto court. And after all that speculation between David and me yesterday as to what changes there would be, we now know that it will be the originally announced teams of Joris Delors and Ruben Belmans for Belgium and Richard Gasquet and Pierre Hugues Herbert for France. It's hard to see anyway that this doubles rubber won't be critical in the result of this davis cup final 2017 it could not be more exciting the stage could not be more beautifully set for this double rubber. so away we go well, with less than half an hour on the clock, it is France that have taken the first set of this double rubber, Six games to one. The choice of Pierre-Uguerbe and Richard Gasquet looking inspired by Captain Yannick Noah at the moment. They were well-drilled, they were positive, they were confident, they were absolute perfection in that opening set as the French band just passes behind me. Jubilant celebrations at the moment by all the French fans. Delors and Belmelmens looking a little bit bewildered and overwhelmed out there at the moment. Johan van Hoek giving them a team talk at the moment. What do they have in the tank to try and turn this crucial doubles rubber around? I said there needed to be some kind of extraordinary turnaround and that is exactly what we have seen in this doubles match. The Belgians have clinched. The second set, six games to three. My goodness me, what an inspirational speech it must have been from Johan van Hoek at the end of that first set because the Belgians seemed completely lost and they now seem to have grown about six inches as a team over the course of the last set. Pierre Ugeber, for me, Merci remains the best player on the court. The difference is that the Belgians are doing a sensational job of keeping the ball away from him. The atmosphere inside here is extraordinary. as a new neutral, I'm just delighted that we get another two sets of this. Oh my goodness me, what a set of tennis. How rarely does the doubles rubber in any Davis Cup tie disappoint them? This one is like nothing I've I've ever seen before. Certainly in person, the noise I've just experienced as France clinched that third set on the tiebreak, having trailed five games to three. That is the loudest noise I've heard over the weekend, and that really is saying something. There was a moment. At five games all when Richard Gasquet, who's looked tight as a drum for the last hour or so, the crowd here, they started chanting his name and it lifted him, it lifted the French team. Here they are doing a slow hand clap. It is so, so incredible. The French now are set away from a crucial doubles rubber victory in this Davis Cup final. That is the sound of Richard Gasquet and Pierre Huguet, and, of course, captain Yannick Noah receiving the warm, the raucous applause of the crowd inside this stadium in Lille because the French doubles team have got that crucial doubles rubber on the board for France. They did it in four sets. 6-1, 3-6, 7-6, 6-4 over the heartbroken Belgians. And it does mean that they could clinch this Davis Cup title in the fourth rubber tomorrow with victory for Joe Wilfred over over David Goff. And the Belgians just exiting the stage. They played their part in a sensational, a thrilling match today. And the Belgians are applauding them accordingly. But today, it belongs to France.
1: Well, hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast, brought to you in association with The Telegraph and with Eurosport from the Davis Cup by BNP Power Bar Final that you've just been hearing about. The doubles rubber has completed. Catherine, as you can hear, has been there throughout. She's been in amongst it, in with the crowd, feeling every single moment of it, and she's now, thankfully, in a quieter room. She can take the uh, the, the earplugs out uh, and actually have a conversation with me, David Law, on the Tennis Podcast To to review it all, to look ahead as well to the singles tomorrow. But Catherine, you're there, you've just witnessed this incredible doubles match and it's gone in the end to France. They lead 2-1, but for a while there, it really did feel like it was on a knife edge.
0: Oh, goodness me, it was more than on a knife edge. It was very much in the hands of the Belgian Team, it today was extraordinary. I mean, I know it's it's pretty rare that you ever feel that a Davis Cup doubles rubber is disappointing. I I, I can't remember the last time I felt that, but to experience one that was as thrilling as today's in person, it was something quite special. Yannick, no, incidentally, has just said that that's. The best atmosphere, the most special atmosphere that he has ever experienced um, as a as a Davis Cup captain. So I, I'm I'm in good company in feeling that it was something really really special today. Interesting that it was quite a different atmosphere to yesterday. I know I was in different seats, unless in the thick of the um, the Belgian hoi polloi, but it did feel different. There were more families in the crowd that didn't make it any less raucous. It just i don't know it, it 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 just felt palpably different and so so incredible i'm going to use all sorts of um completely insufficient verbs like incredible and amazing and mind blowing which just don't really do it justice cuz oh today it's going to take some getting over for those, uh, for those Belgian guys. I think they were a set all. They'd fought back so wonderfully after losing that first set 6-1. I mean, that they, they hadn't showed up in the first set. They had not showed up 6-1. They were, they were barely on the court. And then they turned it around completely. They served for a uh, two sets to one lead at 5-4. And uh, it all fell apart a little bit from there.
1: Did they choke, Catherine, or did they get it taken away from them, in your view?
0: Look, there are a couple of shots. There was one framed volley uh, by, I think, Delour, which you you could look at as a choke. You would probably say that uh, under less pressureful circumstances, he would have made that. But I don't think it's as simple as saying that they choked. I mean, you, you could arguably say that after winning the first set, 6-1, and looking pretty much perfect in that opening set, albeit with uh, a lot of help from um, some Belgians who were looking pretty overwhelmed by the occasion. You could say that the French choked for a set and a half after that. They completely fell away, particularly Richard Gasquet who seemed to to just tense and up. Tense and I don't think that's a word. He seemed to just tense up completely. You know, it was almost like the Belgians were liberated by performing so badly in that opening set. It's like they said to themselves or Van Herc said to them, the worst has happened now, guys. It cannot get any worse than what happened in that opening set. I mean, they were barely winning points. They were barely getting the ball in court, it was almost as if the worst had happened and it could only improve, so you might as well just swing freely and see what happens. And the opposite happened to the French. So, no, I I don't think it's as simple as saying any one team choked or didn't. I do think Yannick Noah, though, and the crowd in here were a difference maker today.
1: It's really something to, to hear you say in here because it's suddenly silent, more or less, isn't it, inside that cavernous stadium, and I I, I share your view, I mean, the noise in that place and I think that the, the big element to me is doubles the mid Davis Cup tie doubles is I describe it as peak tennis in many ways and I almost forget what it is like until we come upon it again and and I thought this throughout Great Britain's run to the davis Cup title a couple of years ago virtually every doubles rubber that i've I've experienced when I've got to the stadium or even if I've just turned on the TV there is another level that it goes to even over the the singles uh, in, and even over the singles on the third day I th- it's the standalone nature of it everybody's focus is on it there's a there's a feeling of it's it's more than just physical sport. It is it is the will of two teams going against each other, and and I lo I just love that Davis Cup doubles, and it ma- it always makes me think that doubles should be so much more than what it is because of what it achieves on that middle Saturday of a, of a Davis Cup tie, and obviously that's that's increased in intensity on the final day but yeah that was really special today and uh, and well I, I don't know about you but it still feels as though that is probably going to end up being the difference maker of, of this tie I mean the, the, just in terms of the you, I, I heard you saying in your report you mentioned bear being the standout player um after a couple of sets you were saying that did did you did you feel that Yannick Noah kind of got away with this? Or, or or do you feel as though he was vindicated?
0: I definitely, exactly as I said, I felt like he was vindicated after set one. I, do, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I still think, incidentally, that Eber and Mahou would have won today. I know it's not just about him having picked the best doubles team. I know it was about him giving himself singles options. So that potentially is a redundant argument. But... I, I, he he got away with it a little bit. There were a few errors from Bemelmans, and I, I, you know, I do want to reiterate. I don't think it was as simple as the Belgians choking, but there were a couple of moments where he was led off the hook a little bit today, and uh, Gasquet in particular, was the one for me that was showing the signs of, of the strain of the occasion and, and the, the moment in the scoreboard the most. Pierre Hugerbert was very, very impressive today. In the first set, he was... I'd never seen him like that before. He was bringing all of the energy to the court. He was firing Gasquet up. I know Gasquet isn't the most demonstrative guy, so I can I guess naturally it would fall to to whoever his partner is to be the energy on the court. But he really, really was. And you know, what, as I said in, in the report, the Belgians figured out that we've just got to keep the ball away from this guy. And boy, did they do! A good job of that, and uh, but then by the the third and fourth sets, there was so much else at play beyond tactics and and everything else that that uh yeah, it it I guess it it all got a bit much for the Belgians, and just a couple of errors here and there were costly. But just going back to what you were saying about the specialness of the doubles, I for me, for me the doubles in it in a Davis Cup tie and of course this applies more in a final it's it's one of the wonders of the tennis world there are a few of them for, for I've only just come up with this concept david so i haven't <laughs> i've been trying to 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 create a little list in in my mind not that i wasn't paying 100% attention to what you were saying but it's an arthur ash night session match when there's an american playing it's uh, it's a davis cup Uh, doubles, rubber, it's, what else did I think of? I thought of another one, David, but I I can't quite, do you know what I mean? The wonders of the tennis world, the jewels in the crown. And uh, yeah, it's it's something that the Davis Cup has that no other part of, of tennis has. That way that it can make doubles which actually is the game that the the layperson, the club tennis player most relates to because you know for better or worse doubles is the form of the sport that is played most at our humble level and yet you have this huge irony of it if it never getting to take centre stage of it not really getting the attention it deserves despite the fact that it is so done watchable and entertaining and this is sort of the one moment that it takes on all the significance. I mean today it was I know that sort of the term must win match, must win game is bandied around so much but it kind of felt like that for both teams and to answer your original question which you asked me about eight minutes ago, I think on balance, yes I do think that result today will prove decisive in this final
1: now Catherine you had chance to speak to somebody straight after that doubles rubber who really does know what it's like not only to play in these sort of occasions and to lead the nation as well who is that
0: yeah Mr Guy Forget, of course now the tournament director of the French Open but for 14 years he was Davis Cup captain led France to victory in 2001 and was a winner himself under the captaincy of Yannick Noah twice uh, in the 90s. So who better to speak to? Guy Piaugue and Richard, their backs were against the wall there and they pulled out something extraordinary for their country, didn't they?
2: Yes, because that's, we knew how important that point was going to be. Uh, we had a really good start, you know, winning the first set quite easily. And then in the second set, starts, things start to get a little bit uh, more difficult. I mean, the Belgian players you know, played better and we had some uh, rough moments where we missed some, some balls and then they were ahead and then they up a break in the, in the third. There could have been two breaks up. And, uh, you know, I mean, how Davis Cup is sometimes. Uh, some tension came in there and uh, Bebelman started to miss a few and we, uh, we were a bit stronger. And so we pull it, we pull it through in the end. So, and I'm sure that doubles point will have a, will make a, a difference in the end.
0: It's obviously turned out for the best today. You have been in Yannick Noah's shoes. You were there for 14 years. Honestly, Guy, what was your reaction when Yannick named his team selection two days ago?
2: Well, as always, you know, it's really, I mean, a lot of us were, because Yannick had so many options, and he took this one, and it's not probably the, 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 the option that some of the other people would have, would have taken, but. You know, when you're a captain, you have so many more information that you know the general public and we don't have. So he made his own choices, and basically, the only thing you can judge, you know, a selection is on the fact that you win or lose. And on the court, you know, they, you know, they won that match. So um, now is one more point to win, and I think the match with between Songa and, and Goftan tomorrow will, you know, will bring
0: sparkles. You have been the man to win a Davis Cup tie title for France in the fourth rubber you did it against Pete Sampras in 1991 is Joe going to be the man to do it for France tomorrow
2: well I think you know I mean everything is uh, set up for a great match um, I'm sure Joe is going to be as as pumped as he can as he has ever been on this match I mean he's playing Goffin who's a great player now, right now who's been probably the best tennis of his career and you have all the crowd behind him now You know, uh, this match is very open. I mean, to be honest, it's like a 50-50 chance of winning. And if if GoFund wins it, then I think we are looking, you know, probably a lot better in the fifth rubber. But, um, you know, if uh, if Joe can you know, close it up, it'll be a a lot more uh, relaxing for all of us.
0: If it does go to a fifth, who would you expect to see out there on the court?
2: Well, I think whether it's Lucas or or Richard, I think they both have a really good chance of beating either Darcy or another player. But, you know, once again, you know, I, I'm really look, looking forward for, for Joe to play a great match and, and, and hopefully to bring that fourth point.
0: And just finally, Guy, you won two Davis Cup titles under Yannick Noah. Everybody talks about what an inspirational captain man he is. Can you try and explain what it is about him that, that makes him so inspirational? Well, you know,
2: I mean, he brings all this passion towards the game and he, you know, he loves it so much and he likes competition. I mean, he's such a great competitor. I mean even now we are playing golf once in a while and, and and you know you know I know how much he you know he likes to win and um, you know basically his experience uh, towards the team is great and you know it, it's tough to sometimes you know um, work with with younger players who have a you know different personalities and and, and you know he, he I think he brings a lot of that team now when you're a captain you can only do as much as you can on the chair and basically you need players to perform and uh, you know When you win a tie, it's because your players have been good and and hopefully they will be good for another day.
0: Best of luck to you tomorrow, Guy. Thank
2: you so much, thanks.
0: So Guy Forger, who better to speak about the inspirational figure of Yannick Noah And there's no doubt, as I say, he was the difference maker today. There are some wonderful videos out there on social media and photos of him celebrating with all of the French fans. I mean, he is this... I mean enigmatic doesn 't even cover it, it, it the, the, there 's something about him he has this mystique and this aura that he can sort of hypnotize people there definitely is is something that some voodoo that he can perform on a on a crowd on a player on sort of whatever is before him you know on a on a press conference room full of journalists. you know you just feel completely captivated by by his presence and look. Johan van Herk for, for Belgium. he did some voodoo of his own today to, to G his players up and get the performance out of them that he did after the first set is some impressive stuff. You know, I was thinking, you know, I, we could all do with a little bit of Johan van Hurk in our lives after seeing what happened in the, in the second and third set. So he deserves a lot of credit as well, but... Yeah, fascinating to get the thoughts of Guy Fourget not being drawn too much on, you know, the decisions he would have been making in in the same position, or certainly wasn't in any mood to to criticise or make any kind of judgment about, you know, what Yannick Noah is doing and has done. As as he points out, Noah is, is privy to information that he and we are not. So we have to go with what he thinks but it's going to be very interesting if it does go down to a fifth rubber which on paper it should do on paper it's going to be very interesting to see who takes to the court it
1: it, it will be very interesting hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot a lot can happen in the next three years like a chat bot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering Tennis Podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. Yannick Noah, I think, has been into his press conference already, has he? Has he given anything away?
0: He has. He says he'll leave it to the very last minute, David, which is what he said he did today. I have to say, we were all pretty surprised uh, to see the, the originally named doubles teams on both sides take to the court. I was particularly surprised not to see Songa. Obviously, that's a decision which has been 100% vindicated. Goffan, I thought, on balance, we'd probably see him, but because he's not got such a great doubles record or even any record to speak of at all, I thought perhaps that was a little bit less likely. But let's say it goes to a fifth. You didn't even ask me for a prediction here. I'm going to give you one. I think we might see Gasquet instead of Puy. Because of what happened, because of the contrast of what happened today and and Gasquet finding a way to rise to the occasion look it w- it, w- it wasn't the case that every step along the way there were wobbles there for Gasquet he was feeling it but he found it in the end and uh, I think that could be the difference maker
1: they will play the number one players against one another first tomorrow Goffin against Songa so it could end after the the fourth rubber couldn't it Songa gets the win that's it they are Davis Cup champions for the first time in 16 years do you think it will go to a fifth? Oh, David.
0: What do you think? Um, uh, It's a tough one, isn't it? It really is a tough one. I certainly don't... I, I think Sunga will bring it. I, I think he will produce. I think he will be a hero of sorts tomorrow. Whether he can beat Goffan in this kind of form, I don't know. I think he needs to be prepared to go long to make it a physical battle because strength uh, and and Fitness at the moment is something he has over Goffin. That left knee is still very heavily strapped for Goffin. Um, That's still not a good prediction, quite, is it? That's not quite a prediction. I think it will go to a fifth rubber, yeah. I do. I do think it'll go to a fifth rubber, and I think we'll see Gasquet against Darcy. And I don't think that will be play sailing by any means.
1: Wow, I mean, that is going to be tension personified if it happens. I kind of think I agree with you because... And I, th- I think Goffan-Songa could be an absolute classic. I think we could be looking at five sets for that. You, you and I are going to be speaking at midnight tomorrow, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think
0: you're right. I think it could be. Well, hang on a second. Having said that, though, I think if it goes five, Songa becomes Songa becomes the favourite. I think the longer it goes, the the, the chances of a Gofan win diminish slightly. But, yeah, I think maybe Goffan in four... Very, very hard-fought sets. Incidentally, just just going back quickly uh, to what Yannick Noah had to say in press, he admitted that his neck was completely on the line in that, that doubles match. He's admitted to, to feeling some relief. Um, he used a, a French phrase um, which doesn't quite have a literal translation in English. He said, if they have hadn't won, I would have been sure... It would have been chaud pour la gueule, which means hot for the mouth, which kind of, I think, means that would have been very, very tough to take. It kind of means my neck was on the line, is is what he's saying. That's that's by no means a literal translation, but he admits that his neck was on the line and uh, (laughs) he is uh, breathing a sigh of relief this evening.
1: I can imagine. Now, Belgium... I mean, they've got a heck of a challenge on their hands now. Johan van Herk. I mean, as you said, he he's an inspirational character himself and he was kneeling down in front of his doubles team today before the first ball was hit. He was trying to inspire them so much and I think he did an excellent job. But I think the good news for him is that he didn't play Goffin today and therefore Goffan can come out tomorrow fresh, ready to go without... Without a bad experience behind him, an immediate bad experience which playing the doubles and losing would have been for him. Um, Any any surprises from him? Do we think? I mean, what's he's really got? Darcy and uh, and Goffin to go with, hasn't he? But. I guess you just you dial back in a way, don't you, to what's got you here?
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's any what well, for me at least. I don't think there's any what might have been um, for for Van Hoek. I don't feel like necessarily the result today would have been different had Goffan played. Um, I, I suppose that's a diff, difficult call to make because we don't really know much about Goffan as a doubles player. But I I hope that he's not feeling any what might have been because in the way that Noah. Probably would have been feeling had his team lost today. I I, I don't foresee any. I think we'll see Goffin, and if necessary, for fifth rubber, we'll see Darcy tomorrow. I can't see. I mean, Deleuze certainly won't be playing in singles, and can you? I mean, if you've got Mister Davis Cup, a guy that's persistently performed above his ranking in fifth rubbers, in you know fifth sets of fifth rubbers frequently you go with Mr. Davis Cup, don't you? You don't go with, with all due respect, Reuben Benwins.
1: And I remember when, when Britain were waiting to find out who they played in the Davis Cup final when we were in Glasgow. We, uh, the, the Great Britain had just beaten Australia to get through to the final and we were watching on that screen, do you remember, in the press room uh, when Steve Darcy was facing Argentina, wasn't it? In the fifth and deciding rubber and... Eventually, Darcy got the win, and he collapsed to the ground, and he just got which, mobbed. Which
0: Argentinian was that? Was it Pella? Was it Mayer?
1: I think it might have been Delbonis.
0: Delbonis. Um,
1: and I, I just, I just recall the, the aftermath um, of of that tie and the way he'd stood up and 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 delivered. Uh, and I, I would have thought Darcy, of all the players left, really, and he had a pretty miserable day. One Songa handled him. Straightforwardly, but fifth rubber, I think Darcy, especially if Goffin has just levelled it all, he's going to be a formidable opponent. Um, yeah, Darcy I, I ex- will be I'd thinking, you know, to play above himself. Darcy you know? will be I'd thinking, him...
0: we've got these uh, Frenchmen right where we want them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, you know, Richard Gasquet, is as, as fabulous a player as he is, he. He is not somebody who I would be completely convinced is going to get the job done. Now, this could end up being a defining moment for him in his career that that maybe even ends up producing some some late C sort of career spurt of, of, of inspiration. But I I I don't trust him at this point until proven otherwise, so we'll see. I agree, um, it remains
0: to be seen. He, he's unproven in in that sort of occasion. In fact, he he's almost the opposite. You know, he he's he's proven himself not to be up to to that sort of pressureful task in the past. But today will help him for sure. Okay, he had uh, immense help from uh, Yannick Noah and Pio Bear today. But he he did raise his level in the end. Okay, might have been been let off the hook a couple of times to to be given the opportunity to raise his level but he did and uh, that will help come crunch situations but hey he's likely to be facing Mr. Davis Cup I love that imagine being called Mr. Davis Cup I
1: know I want to I want to have a name like that you
0: could be Mr. Tennis Podcast you could be Mr. Podcast David I've thought of another wonder of the tennis world by the way. I feel like I need to think of more if this concept is going to, you know, become a thing, if it's gonna take off. The um the, the the defending the defending champion opening up play on that first day of Wimbledon, the defending champion walking first onto centre court. That's a sort of special and unique thing, isn't it? That's that's my next yeah, one. That's... So I've got three. If we're gonna do seven, I've got four more. Send, send in your submissions to At Tennis Podcast.
1: Yes. Catherine's getting the listeners involved. She's going to be starting her own pole vault next. Fantastic. Um, so, uh, you got back to your hotel last night and the restaurant was closed, Catherine. Um, so, oh, you sh- did not have a cheese board. Seen,
0: you should have seen this drop <laughs> that I <laughs> threw. It started progressively raining harder and harder and harder uh, throughout my 20 minute walk back to the hotel. I arrived a bedraggled wreck um but but I didn't
1: see that picture on social media. You didn't
0: see that picture on social media anyway but but the whole way I was thinking it, it it's fine with every step I am bringing myself closer to cheese board heaven and then I I arrive I arrive through the door um to to discover that inexplicably what sort of a restaurant I mean what sort of a restaurant david it doesn't open on a on a friday night i t- i couldn't believe my eyes anyway ended up on well, on the, the head, internet you see, you know. ordering a semi edible pizza from an establishment that called itself speed rabbit so yeah <laughs> Me- a, a memorable night <laughs>
1: fantastic my my calling ahead and suggesting that they take the night off just for kicks uh, seemed to work so um uh, I've t- I've told them they can serve you tonight because you've done such a splendid job. Uh, Thanks very much <laughs> on, on, on behalf of the tennis podcast. So you go and have your dinner, and uh, we will reconvene again tomorrow because we have a big old day in store. The final day of the Davis Cup final. Belgium has never won it before. They've never won the Davis Cup by BNP Paribas before. They could do tomorrow. France haven't won it in 16 years. They could do tomorrow. They're 2-1 up. It could go all the way. It's going to be Goffin against Songa, first of all. Might end after four. Might go down to a deciding fifth rubber. Mr. Davis Cup, Steve Darcy, he can't wait. He's sitting there. He's like a coiled spring waiting to get into the action in a fifth rubber to try to get some glory for Belgium. You can follow it all on the BBC Sport website. The BBC Sport app have got live streaming. Uh, The IDF website have got live streaming as well, as has the Davis Cup website. They've got a live blog going on as well. There's loads of different ways you can follow it. And, of course, you can come back and listen to us after the Davis Cup final has completed. When we know who the winners are, Catherine and I will be back together to bring all the news to you. This has been the Tennis Podcast, brought to you in association with The Telegraph and with Eurosport. We can't wait for some more of this. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?